I have a question for you. What do all these creative people have in common? Vincent van Gogh, Virginia Woolf, Robin Williams, and Chester Bennington. Well, they all struggle with their mental health. And in the end, tragically, took their own life. Does it mean all creative people, artists, actors, directors, musicians, writers, designers, who at some point in their lives suffer from mental illness or that mood swings, depression and the like inspire creativity? Let's have a conversation about that. This subject is so dear to me heart because I'm a creative who battles mental illness. You see, there are days I get highly motivated to the point I feel invincible. Then, sadly, on other days, I struggle to get out of bed. Hello and welcome to the very first episode of the Mentally Creative Podcast. My name is Fifi Jansi. This is where I help you explore ways to take care of your mental health and live a happy, creative life. If you've not subscribed to my podcast, please do. You can also leave a review. Well, there are several research that try to find the link between mental health and creativity and whether one causes the other. Many of the findings, though, are inconclusive. But one thing is for sure, and that is depression will not make you more creative. And being creative shouldn't make you depressed. Apart from genetics and other things we may have inherited from our parents, there are some external factors that could make creatives highly likely to live with one mental illness or another. I'm not going to go into the complex science of things here. As a creative myself and someone who has friends in the field, I've noticed several factors that can weigh heavily on our mental health. And I'll talk about ways we can deal with them. I'll talk about six of them. There are deadlines, criticism, striving for originality and rejection. When you don't manage these well, they can affect your mental health. Personally, I don't like deadlines. They are like um, monsters that scare us. There are two kinds of them, loose and tight deadlines. It's okay, it's right to have deadlines. They help us to bring projects to an end and prevent us from working on the same stuff for the rest of our life. Tight deadlines though, can make you sacrifice your sleep and make you drink endless mugs of coffee, which is not healthy for you, and taking junk food, also a terrible idea. In the long run, your health will suffer. Um, so I don't like taking projects that have the sort of deadlines that can damage my life, okay? I know the money is important to pay the bills and put bread on the table. Once in a while, you would have to work through the night and sacrifice your sleep, but it shouldn't become a habit. If the deadline is too tight for you, say it, and try to negotiate it. If it doesn't work, have the courage to walk away. Completing a project a couple of days ahead is also a smart move. It gives you some time to rest and also space to fix any mishap. Stay true to your schedule and cultivate the habit of working a bit faster. I'm still learning how to say criticism. Creative work provokes conversations. Suddenly, everyone wants to have a say at what you've created. Most of the comments you receive are criticism. People can throw words at us without thinking about how we feel. My friend, it hurts when others tear to pieces something that we've created from the heart. You might hear people say, oh, well, don't take criticism personally. And whatever others say about your work is a reflection of what they are. This is true, but 
I've spent so much time with the project. I've worked on it from the heart. The end result has become an extension of me. Therefore, whatever you say about my work also affects me. But we are imperfect and so is our work. People have the right to interpret our work the way they want and we can't prevent that. We need to be open to constructive criticism and seek ways to improve. Sometimes we can direct the conversation about our work. Don't ask, what do you think? Instead, you can ask, is the concept as bold as you want it to be? When we ask the right questions, feedback will be constructive and helpful. Do you find yourself constantly striving for originality? As creative people, we have the tendency to do that. Know this, that creative people don't chase after perfection, but originality, something that has not been done by somebody else. You see, you don't want to present your work and only for people to say they've seen it somewhere before. But remember, we are all remixing ideas and building on what has been done before. So I define originality as saying something that has been said before, but in your own voice. Our voice is what distinguishes or sets us apart from others. There are over 7 billion humans on the planet. Billions lived before us. We should therefore expect that what we make might not be new. Rejection is hard to take, but no creative can avoid this reality. Not everything you create will be favored by others. They might find it hard or difficult to see things the way we do. You know, the truth is, creatives don't do well at selling. We prefer sitting at our desk and making stuff. If we don't put things in perspective, we might end up feeling we are up to no good and eventually give up. My work has been rejected so many times I've lost count. Rejection is part of life. There is a line in Labi Sifri's song, Something Inside So Strong. I hope I got his name right. It says, The more you refuse to hear my voice, the louder I will sing. So my attitude toward rejection is, the more my work is rejected, the more I learn from the reasons for the rejection and the more I create. Because the more I create, the better I become. And the better I become, the more chance I have for my work to be accepted. Let's wrap this up. We should not allow deadlines to ruin our happy life. Our work will always be criticized and we want to get used to that. Also, we can't produce stuff that have not been done before. Our best is to do things in our own voice and we want to take rejections as opportunity to make things better and move forward. Again, remember to subscribe to the pod and leave a review. It will mean a lot to me. If you persistently experience anxiety, hopelessness, mood swings, social isolation and many others, this could be a sign that you are not mentally okay. Don't be ashamed. Talk to someone. Whatever your challenges are, always remember you are a precious human being. Thanks for listening to me. Next week, I'll tell you why I deleted my over 13 social media accounts. Bye.